Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi everyone! I am so happy to be here with you guys again today. I um, Let's just start. Let's get started. I wanted to talk to you guys today about fixing your thoughts on the word. Fixing your thoughts on the word and why fixing your thoughts on the word of God is huge. It changes your situation, changes your life. Um, your thoughts are really, really important. So I want to talk to you guys about that today. And I'm believing that it will really, really be beneficial to you in every aspect of your life. Um, I just feel like it's really practical. <laughs> it's practical in regards to healing. It's practical in regards to relationships, um, whatever situation, it's really practical. But I have three points for you, okay? Three points for you today um, about fixing your thoughts on the word. So the first point is put to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, okay? You guys, put to death the corrupt ways of the flesh. What does that mean? Well, it's big. Okay, so I am in the Passion Translation. You guys probably know by now. It's my favorite. Um, so yeah, Passion Translation. And I know I messed up the reference last time. So thank you guys for correcting me. I'm going to try to not get as excited this time so I can keep on task and um, get the right references. But thank you guys so much for that and, and for following along. But put to death the corrupt ways of the flesh. Romans 8. 13 in the Passion Translation, Romans 8, 13, it says, for when you live controlled by the flesh, you are about to die. <laughs> I don't want to die. So let's not live controlled by the flesh, right? For when you live controlled by the flesh, you are about to die. But if the life of the spirit puts to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, then we taste his abundant life. You know, John 10, 10, he came to bring life and life abundantly. Jesus came to bring life and life abundantly, put to death the ways of the flesh. Okay. So I think it's interesting because what is the flesh telling you? The flesh, your flesh might be telling you that you're sick. Your flesh might be telling you that you don't have enough. That's your flesh. Your flesh is telling you those things. Your flesh might be telling you that life is never going to get better, that this situation is never going to go away. This mountain is never going to move in my life. That's your flesh. The spirit has something totally different to say. And I want to put to death the flesh, the ways of the flesh, and I want to tune in to what the spirit has to say. I want to fix my thoughts on Jesus, on his word. You guys put to death the flesh. The flesh is telling you you're sick. The spirit is not. You are healed and you are whole. It is yours. Don't listen to the flesh. Put it to death. The flesh might be telling you that you are not worthy of healing, that you are not worth loving, that you are not worth dying for, you are not worth pursuing. Those things are all false. You are loved. You are worth loving. You are worth dying for. You are worth purchasing healing for. You are worth, um, you are worth it. You are worthy. You are the righteousness of Christ. So put to death the corrupt ways of the flesh. That's number one. Number two is fix 
your thoughts on what the word has to say, right? Because we just talked about some things that are false that your flesh might be telling you. We want to fix our thoughts on what the word has to say. What does Jesus have to say about my situation? What does the truth have to say about my situation? Because I guarantee you it's different from what your flesh is trying to talk you into. It says in Philippians 4, a classic, right? And this is Paul when he is in prison, right? He put to death the flesh and he's tuning into what the word has to say, to, into what Jesus is telling him. Philippians 4, 8, it says, so keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Fix your thoughts on what is true. And sometimes, right, when your flesh is like screaming at you that you're in pain or um, your bank account is like, oh, I don't have enough. There's not enough in here. Fix your thoughts on what is true. I think that it's much easier to fix your thoughts on what is true. First of all, when you're in the word, of course, but second of all, I mean, you have to know what the word has to say about your situation, right? You have to know what the truth has to say. But second of all, you need to speak it out. When you start saying things, speaking it, it changes your thoughts, right? You could have a certain thought, but when you start speaking, it changes your thoughts. Okay. So put to death the corrupt ways of, of your flesh, fix your thoughts on what the word has to say, and then speak it out over your life, over your situation, right? Fix your eyes on all that is true. Fix your thoughts continually on what is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy. Those things are for you. Number three, this is the last point, but it's kind of long. So we'll be here for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, but number three, the word has a lot to say. The word of God has a lot to say about your situation, about your life, about how beautiful you are, how wonderful you are, how healed you are, how whole you are. Fix your thoughts on those things and then start speaking it out over your life, over your situation. The word has a lot to say about you, about you specifically. And I just came up with five things that personally, I feel like these are the things that I, I fix my thoughts on. And I personally, in my own life, I speak over myself. And so I just feel like that maybe it's beneficial to you too. So it will be, it will be. But the first thing that I, I want to fix my thoughts on, and I want to speak out over my life is of course that we are healed. Put to death the ways of the flesh, what your flesh is saying to you, and tune into what the word has to say. Fix your thoughts on what the word has to say, that you are healed. And this is just one that I love. It's in the message translation. It's Isaiah 53. I love how the message kind of puts it, but you are healed. This is proof that you are healed. This is the first one. It says, the servant grew up, and this is before Jesus died on the cross. This is a prophecy, right? He's speaking this in. This is going to happen. Jesus is going to come, and he's going to die on the cross. It's incredible. It's just incredible. Isaiah 53, it's Old Testament. The servant grew up before God, a scrawny seedling, a scrubby plant in a parched field. There was nothing attractive about him, nothing to cause us to take a second look. He was looked down on and passed over. And I love how Jesus took all this upon himself. So now you're not passed over, right? There's glory in you, on you. People look at you. They know there's something different about you. You have the light of Jesus inside of you. 
a man who suffered, who knew pain firsthand. One look at him and people turned away. We looked down on him, thought he was scum. But the fact is, it was our pains he carried. So I right now, I'm going to look at the flesh and say, no, no, no. I'm going to fix my thoughts on what the word has to say. Jesus already carried my pains. Jesus carried it. So I do not have to carry it. And you know what? I won't carry it. I'm laying it down and I'm picking up healing. I'm fixing my thoughts and now my words on what is true. It says, but the fact is it was our pains he carried, our disfigurements. I love this one. All the things wrong with us. He carried it. He carried everything wrong with you so you don't have to. So right now, fix your eyes, fix your thoughts on this truth that nothing is wrong with you. You are blameless. You are lovely. You are healed. You are healed. He took it on the cross. We thought he brought it on himself, that God was punishing him for his own failures. But it was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him, our sins. He took the punishment and that made us whole, completely whole, nothing missing. You have everything you need. You are healed. So if your flesh is telling you something different, something contrary to this word, to the truth, you need to put it to death. And then how do you put it to death? Well, I fix my thoughts on what is true. And I speak that out over my life because when you speak, it changes your thoughts. Okay. You are healed. And for a long time, I didn't, I wasn't sure Matthew. I mean, Isaiah, that's in the old Testament. Does this, does this relate to me now? Am I healed now? Like, Lord, I'm concerned about today. I mean, I'm not concerned, but that was how, that was my attitude. And prove for me that, no, this healing is mine today. Matthew 8, 17, you guys know it. This is a reference to Isaiah 53. It says, in doing this, Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. What we just read, it was fulfilled. It's done. He took it. It says, he put upon himself our weaknesses and he carried away our diseases and made us well. So right now, fix your thoughts on that. Speak it out. I am well. You are well. You are completely whole. Everything wrong with you, he took it upon himself. You are pure. You are perfection. You are perfection. I just believe that people are going to be looking at you and know there is something different about you. You are going to be just this bright, shining light. You are. You are already this bright, shining light for Jesus. Completely whole. Completely healed. And then I love this one. You just like can't get enough of it. First Peter 2 24, just more proof. You are healed. My thoughts are fixed on this truth. You are healed. Uh, first Peter 2 24, it says he himself carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we would be dead to sin and live for righteousness. You put to death the flesh. We are dead to sin and we live for righteousness. Our instant healing flowed from his wounding, our instant healing. I love that. Who wants to wait, right? It's instant. It's right now. You are healed and you are whole right now. Fix your thoughts on that truth. Speak that truth over your life. I am healed. I receive it. I receive it. Lord, all you have for me and what you have for me is complete healing more than I ever anticipated, more than I ever expected. You are far exceeding my own expectations. Thank you, Lord. I am completely healed.
Okay, the second thing that the word has to say about your situation, something that I, I love, it's that, that you are loved and you are worth loving. You are loved and you are worth loving. I just feel like in my personal situation, um, having been bald for all that time, um, it just sort of left me like, am I worth loving? I'm bald. <laughs> 14 years of that, like, oh, I, I know that maybe if you're a girl, you would understand hair, hair has value, I guess. Um, and you just don't really feel beautiful. And so the question was, you know, am I worth loving? Am I worth pursuing? And you know what? Whatever your situation is, whatever you have been through, um, whatever you're facing, you are loved and you are worth loving. You are so loved. You are so loved. Romans 8.35, such a good one. Let me find it. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I have bookmarks in, but there's a lot of them. Okay, Romans 8.35, you are loved you are so loved. So the first one is you are healed. That's who you are. The second one is you are loved and you are worth loving. Romans 8 35, who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. Absolutely. You can't even separate yourself from the love of God for nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. And I just feel like today, just get that truth in you. Fix your thoughts on that. Speak that over yourself. I know after after being bald for so long, I would speak that over myself. I'm worth loving. I am worth pursuing. I am beautiful. I am worth loving. I am worth dying for. I am worth loving. And you guys, you are worth loving. You are worth going to a cross for. So don't talk yourself out of it. You are worth loving. You are worth dying for. Healing is yours. Fix your thoughts on it, you guys. The third thing is you are fearless. And this is just, this is really important. You are fearless. That is who you are. That is you. Fearless. First John 4, 18, his perfect love cast out fear and he loves you perfectly. He loves you. You are loved, right? We just learned that you are loved. And so his perfect love is casting out fear. Second Timothy 1, 7, you were not given a spirit of fear, but power, love, and self-control. Power, love, and self-control. I have power, I have love, and I have self-control. And I am fearless. That is who you are. Fix your thoughts on it. I am fearless. You are fearless. And I think a lot of times, um, sickness specifically, it can bring fear, right? Um, what if it gets worse? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if I never get better? What if I have to go back on medication? And so on and so on and so on. What if I never get the job? What if whatever the situation is, insert it there. I am fearless. His perfect love is casting out fear. You know what? I know I am loved by God. I know I am favored by God. I know I cannot separate myself from his great love. And because he loves me, he went to a cross for me. He died for me. He favors me. He's healed me. He loves me. He is for me. I do not have anything to fear. You do not have anything to fear. You are fearless. Maybe your flesh is telling you to be afraid. Maybe your flesh is telling you to, hey, just just quit now. No, you guys, that's not the truth. The truth is you do not have to be afraid of the situation you're looking at. 
You do not have to be afraid. You are made in the image of God. You have his authority. You are fearless. And that brings me right into the next point. And this is actually the last one. You have authority. That's incredible. You have authority. And it just all goes in line, right? So the the bigger points is number one, put to death the corrupt ways of the flesh. The flesh might be telling you some things. Don't believe it. The flesh is lying to you. Put to death the flesh and tune into what the word has to say. Fix your thoughts on what the word has to say. And in order to fix your thoughts, sometimes, I mean, most of the time, every time you need to speak it out, say it, say it. Fix your thoughts on what the word has to say. Say it because you're saying, you're speaking, you have authority. And then the third thing is the word has a lot to say. The word has a lot to say. It says that you're healed. It says that you're loved. It says that you're fearless. It says that, oh, I skipped one. You're forgiven. You're pure and you're blameless. You know that though, right? You guys, you know that you are forgiven. You are pure and you are blameless in the sight of God. Whatever you've done in the past, whatever you might've done, whatever mess up, you are pure, you are blameless and you are forgiven. You know, I actually do want to talk about that though really quickly because it's so good. And then we'll go into, you have authority, which is awesome. Um, but you are forgiven. So Romans five, and there's just a couple in Romans five. They're so good, but I'm going to start in Romans five. One, it says our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us. And he now declares us flawless in his eyes. You are flawless. If Jesus sees you as flawless, you know what? You might as well see yourself as flawless. And I even, I say that over myself, my own life. I am flawless. Jesus sees me as flawless. I see myself as flawless. Other people are going to see you as flawless. You are flawless in his eyes. That's Romans 5.1. And if you'll flip over Romans 5.16, it says, this is like the, the, uh, because it's kind of long, the middle. It says, but this gracious gift leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into the perfect righteousness of God acquitted with the words, not guilty. You are free from your failures. So if you are, you are going through something because maybe you messed up, you are free from that. You are free from your failures. You are blameless, flawless, righteous in his sight. That is who you are. Fix your thoughts on that. And then 17, the midway between, or in the middle of verse 17, it says, how much more are we held in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings in life, enjoying our regal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness? He gave you his righteousness. You are forgiven. You are righteous. You are reigning in life. I'm fixing my thoughts on that. I'm speaking that over my life. I am reigning in life and I am held in the grip of grace because of Jesus, because of Jesus, not because of what you've done. And the last one in that point is just 20 B. It says wherever sin increased, there was more than enough of God's grace to triumph all the more. His grace is winning in your life. You have the victory. It's really such good news. And then we get to the last one. You have authority. So we learned all of this, right? But the biggest thing now is you have authority. So you actually can fix your thoughts on this, speak it out over over your life and you can expect things to change. And I love first Peter two 24, right? It said instantly, 
instantly you were healed instantly because Jesus already died on the cross. So instantly I'm going to expect the situation that was hard, whatever I'm expecting it to change because I have been given authority. Matthew 10, eight, this is the, um, commission to the disciples, right? But we read through acts and, and they're all doing these things, right? This is for us. Matthew 10, eight, it says you must continually bring healing to the lepers and to those who are sick and make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. Freely, you have received the power of the kingdom. So freely release it to others. You have been given the power. You have the authority, release it to others. Now you are living healed. You are living whole. So now go release it to the world, right? Shine the light of Jesus on others, on their situation, um, on things that maybe they think are hopeless. You know that there is hope. And then Mark eleven twenty three, it's one that I know I, I read and it really helped with me receiving healing. I read this and it got me so excited. I'm like, wait a second, I can do something about this. You guys, you can, you can speak to your mountain. You have authority. Mark eleven twenty three. it says, listen to the truth I speak to you. If someone says to this mountain with great faith and having no doubt, mountain be lifted up and be thrown into the midst of the sea and believes that what he says will happen, it will be done. This is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer, be convinced that you have received it and it will be yours. It's It talks about saying, right? You have to speak to your mountain. If someone says to this mountain with great faith and having no doubt, mountain be lifted up and thrown into the midst of the sea. It happens, right? It happens. You have to speak to your mountain. You have authority. You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And I don't actually, I don't have this verse down. I think it's the woman with the issue of blood. You guys know the story. The woman with the issue of blood touches Jesus, right? And she gets healed. And for so long, I'm like, how do I touch Jesus? Whenever I was sick, when, all those years, I'm like, I want to touch Jesus. I want to get healed. You see, you're comparing yourself to the wrong person. Jesus, he was the one with the power, right? She had to touch him. But now Jesus ascended into heaven. He gave you the power. People should be touching you and getting healed, right? You don't need to touch him. He's inside of you. You have authority. Speak it. Speak to your mountain. Change your life, change your situation, put to death the ways of the flesh, what your flesh is saying, tune into the word, fix your thoughts on what the word has to say and speak it out. Know what the word has to say about your situation and speak it out over your life. You are healed. You are loved. You are worth loving. You are worth pursuing. You are worth dying for. You are fearless. You do not have to be afraid of the future. You do not have to be afraid of the meeting you might have to go to. You do not have to be afraid of um, your bank account, the relationship. You do not have to be afraid of the future. You do not have to be afraid of COVID. You do not have to fear that. You do not have to be afraid. You are forgiven. You are pure. You are blameless. You are the righteousness of Christ. And the last one, you have authority. So if I were you, I would probably just speak these things over my life, over the situation you might be looking at and know that the truth is that you are healed and you are whole and you are pure and you are flawless. You are flawless. 
So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I hope it blessed you. I believe it did. And if you have any questions, I'm going to go back and I'll, I'm going to read the comments and I'll comment back whenever I'm, I'm, um, well, I'm reading this one. How do you put to death the flesh? Um, finish work of the cross. Yeah. You are crucified with Christ. You can't do it in your willpower. Yeah, I totally agree. You just, you, you change your thoughts and you speak it out over your situation. So good. It's so good. I think that so many times we put the pressure on ourselves, right? The pressure is not on you. The pressure is on Jesus. Jesus did it all you guys. And it's his grace. You are held in the grip of grace. So don't put the pressure on yourself. So thank you guys. Um, let me close in prayer. Thank you Lord so much for your goodness and your faithfulness. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for going to a cross for us. And so right now I just command all sickness to go, all symptoms to go. Um, and we just tune in right now to the truth, to what your word has to say. And we put to death the flesh. We fix our eyes on you. We fix our thoughts on you. And we thank you for healing, for wholeness. Um, we thank you, Lord, that we have been made flawless. And so we thank you for that, Lord. We believe that we will see it in our lives. We expect it. And yeah, we receive all you have for us right now. We receive all you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, um, we, we command cataracts to go also in Jesus name that has no place in your body. Um, Jesus died so that you wouldn't have to deal with that. All right. Love you guys. Blessings. Have the best day. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the healing journeys today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.